captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for Season 4, Episode 8, Teachers. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher, and I'm here by the, uh, the one and only Kiva Winokur. You're here by What's the up, one Keith? and only. I am the only <laughs> Kiva Winokur on Earth. I do you know that for a fact. Well, spelled my way, sure. There's um, there's probably other Kiva Wieners out there for sure. Well, but, but that wouldn't be Wienerker. <laughs> yeah, so no, well, the only people spell our name, it's just us. It's just my crew, grandpa, and uh, my parents. Why, did you Kayla. change it in a, in a immigration just, situation? It was a lot of, I mean, somebody changed it, but do you know the Ellis Island myth? you know about this? No. That nobody changed their name at Ellis Island? What's the myth? Like, you're saying the that's myth the myth? The myth is they changed it at Ellis Island. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, they just changed this Jewish person, this Italian person. Changed their name at Ellis Island. Um, they they shortened it. They said, "What's your name?" And they didn't want to say Vishinsky Steen, so they said, uh, "You know, uh, Vice, Weiss, whatever." Uh, but there was no way to change your name at Ellis Island. What do you, you could, mean? Like, like it just wasn't a. There was no mechanism. Like whatever your name was, that's just what they they kept your name as. And people were like, "Oh yeah," but the people who worked there were dumb, and like they didn't. They just like. What do you mean? There was what... no mechanism. Like they didn't write. You didn't get papers when you went through Ellis. You had, but it was you. You had your passport, and they just wrote whatever it was. And the story was always like, "Hey, these people who, who worked at Ellis, like they didn't know any better." So you'd say, "What does this say?" Because I know German. what the story is. I understand what the story. Wait, but is. hold on. But but then is... the myth is like. But then it's like, those people had you had to speak three languages just to work there, and it was like they knew what it said. But you're saying they didn't have like xenophobia they they wrote down what was on the passport how do you know when you say there was no mechanism to change the name what like they could write down the new name and they, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they i don't think they did. So basically, saying, basically who's there is saying a, that i'm not uh, well, I feel every like historian too strong every okay, historian then, no no i like fine, you that you're challenging there's no I'm, I'm not challenging it i just want to understand what's being said because if it's mm. like there's no mechanism to change the name well like I haven't heard that if they're writing down a name, they could write down a different name. In theory, the but I, but it wasn't like something that was done. So basically they would come and then they'd go up, show up at work the first day. People were like, oh, Jew, get out of here or whatever. Or, or their you know, kids would get made fun of at school. And then like six months later, they'd go to the court. And if they were lucky, the judge would let them change their name. Right. It's internalized uh, uh-huh. anti-Semitism slash mm-hmm. assimilation mm-hmm. slash survival. Anyway, so yeah, the, everyone had one son. <laughs> At some point, the Wienerker's probably a different name. Hence, it's just it's just us. By the way, speaking of names. But wait, what do you mean it's just you? Like, how do you know it's just you? I mean, if you Google, okay. you'll if you Google the nine letters that compi- that comprise my name, you could Google all day. There, there will you'll never find anything that's not one of in the any order or just Wienerker. Just the world, I guess. Yeah, I guess Ruckrenu <laughs> or something. Like if you do it backwards. Ruckrenu. If you do it backwards. Um, but yes, if you, yeah, in any order, I guess is a good question, but yeah. It's that would just, be a uh, good drag name for you. It shouldn't have been, uh, Tommy Bahama or whatever it was. Well, it should have been, Baham, but yeah. no, it was, um, who's the guy who put Gene, it was Gene Hackman woman. Gene Hackwoman. That's not bad. Yeah. How do you like that? I remember that, but it was, uh, 
It should have been Rump Renew. Rump Renew. Rump Renew. Okay. But wait, one other thing. I was thinking about names. Okay. Um, so my, my sister had a kid this week. My one of my baby oh, sisters, and it was yeah. It's my I, my my uncle bar uncle Kivi bar mitzvah is my thirteenth uh, niece or nephew, and oh that's what you, I thought you meant thirteen years ago you became an also true also true actually but no that's not what I meant that is also, I guess double bar mitzvah double bar mitzvah uh, although I think thirteen was a, probably a girl so maybe that's a, that should have been twelve can you have a b'nai mitzvah with yourself I guess. Also, the fact um, that the, it's a niece doesn't matter. It's still you're still an uncle. You're the boy, bar. That's true. That is true. And then, um, but it was it, the the kid was named after uh, my my grandfather, my Zadie, and it was the eleventh eleventh kid named after. Um, his, his name was David. Eleventh kid named after my grandfather, which is pretty good. I mean that includes like That's cousins your and friends. Mom's father. My mom's dad. My father's father is still with us. And right. um yeah, I don't know. It's like eleven. But then I was thinking, um uh I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but do you ever think about legacy? Like how you're gonna be remembered? Who's gonna be left to remember me, Keith? That's what I'm saying. Like none of us are gonna be remembered. Like do you know your great grandparents' names? Like I don't know my great grandparents' names. I don't know what I they remember look like. my my great grandma was a lot. What do you isn't But all of them. You're, I you mean your eight. kids you know, know all your eight great... of their names? You know all no. eight of your great grandparents' names? I know I know my great grandparents on my mom's side. I know my mom's mm -hmm. my maternal grandmother's parents I were mm -hmm. alive when I was alive. Yeah, so if you met them, you know them, but I mean I think in the digital like... age. Yeah. Your great grandkids will be able to listen to Renap, and that'll be. I don't think they will. I think it'll like not be around any. You know what I mean? I like. I think all these podcasts won't be around. They'll be like something else. Like you could have even said that with like VHS players, but then there's just no way to play them, and now they're gone. You know what I mean? They'll be a new thing. I mean, the difference though. Anyway, I'm saying we should stop doing podcasts because nobody will hear them in a hundred years. Well, we're living in the present, Keith. That's true. That is true. We're doing. No one listens to them now. Let's get them out in the present. Yeah. What if one day it became like the biggest hit? I don't know how that would happen, but like the biggest hit. That's fine. Right. Free on Tuesday afternoons. We'll quit our jobs and we'll. No, after we're done. I'm saying like in maybe in memoriam after we're both gone or something. God forbid. People, not this episode. People probably like, oh, why they? Why do we get so dark for no reason at the beginning? Like I don't know. Um. Okay. Well. Teachers, season four, episode eight. Originally aired November 18th, 2014. We've got some old business, sort of. Um, did you happen to catch the opening this time around? We discussed it last week. Did yes. you make a point to Very watch? disappointing. I hope this is not it for the rest of the, of the series. Well, ready for some juicy goss? Yes. So Caroline writes in and says that she was listening to the official New Girl podcast, Welcome to Our Show. Mm -hmm. And Zooey said she was upset that she, they changed the opening because people didn't get to hear her song. I personally thought this was ridiculous and a little offensive to the other actors who were finally credited for their performances. Not to mention it gave the show more time for plot and was all around better and a good choice. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's an insane, like, she's the, the correct complaint for a completely insane reason. <laughs> like, well, what was the... Well, I mean, I like, she's like, she's mad that the song is gone and I also don't like this new thing, but I'm not like, oh, I miss who's that girl, it's Zooey. Um, but... 
the but that's what she's upset about that her song is gone like we liked i mean i love the old intro but i hate the new intro right i don't hate the new intro but i agree that coach and cc should be represented in the opening credits so mm-hmm. it's a little i care i think zooey does not mean to insult her co-host hannah simone by saying that but it is a little bit self-absorbed i think she would be just as fine presumably with all five, six of them in the opening if they Who, used her song who's the third one on the podcast besides anna simone winstey oh it's winston Lamont. okay and if they had any of the three other guys on akiva do you think i'm listening to this i don't know but maybe i don't know caroline can you ask get back caroline, to us on this? caroline yeah. let us know caroline let us know caroline uh, do you think also... you'll have a legacy in 100 years do you think people will remember you Write in and tell us what you want your legacy to be. And we'll have an episode where we just, that should be a wheel idea for an app. Like uh, Robert and Kiva create a legacy time capsule and you let each listener get like 15 seconds to call in and then you seal it. And that's the show. Ooh, a time capsule podcast. I kind of like it. Yeah. All right. Um, I heard on new girl also from Caroline, the podcast that the title welcome to our show is based on Jess often saying, welcome to our home. When new people come into the lot. I thought this was crazy because I never, ever noticed that. I've only noticed it after rewatching the show since hearing that. Do you notice it? I feel like Jess said it last week to Ian. Did she? It's a, no? it's a good name for a podcast, but a weird deep cut for a new girl podcast. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a good name for a podcast because it's got to be as you discussed with uh, yes. Rob. Because I did listen, by the way, to the mailbag of the episode I wasn't on. So all okay. you losers kept talking about me. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was listening to that. Um, Do we say anything nice? Of course not. Uh, no, you'd think you would express gratitude for slumming it by coming on there, but you didn't. Um, anyway, as you correctly pointed out, like they did not reference New Girl in the SEO. I think they need to reference New Girl in the name. Of- Welcome to our show, a New Girl podcast. Um, yes, of course they need to do that, but I don't know. I, don't I think know who's the in existing. There. Not to plug our competitors, but I think Apartment 4D is not bad of a name. I think that's a podcast out that's pretty good. I think our alternative name that I suggested is not bad. Jar, exclamation point, a new yeah. girl podcast. That w- that's not so bad. Um, But here we are. Original. I mean, you know I never really liked our name. What, new girl old guy? Yeah. It's grown on me. It is who we are. (laughs) You want to switch the name? It's not who we are. What? You want to switch the name of the show? (laughs) Couldn't possibly get us. Will anybody remember the? um, Will anybody remember this podcast in a hundred years? Only if we change the name. (laughs) I do think my accidental intro that I just said unplanned at the first episode has gained a little bit of traction i i often get introduced as you know i was just on with your closest personal friend rob Cesarino talking about survivor and he introduced me as neither the new girl nor the old guy i think i get that a lot mm-hmm. no it's good to have some catchphrases all right well let's get into what this if that episode. was like on what if that was on your tombstone neither the new girl nor the old stop guy. talking about my talking. death this is usually we talk about your death yeah i know i'm sorry <laughs> All right. I liked this episode a lot, and I also really liked the title because while it seems boring to just call it Teachers, it's got multiple meanings through the episode, you know? Yep, it's true. They teach him about laundry. Anyway, I'll give you the, uh, what do we call it? Recap? Oh, good. I forgot. Katie's Digest? (laughs) 
Good job, Keeve. You're doing work today. Uncle Keeve's Digest X13. <laughs> uh, pretty simple. Jess and Coach go to um, a teaching convention because, of course, all teaching conventions have the vice principal and a random health teacher. Like, it's the same <laughs> convention for both. Meanwhile, they, we find out that Schmidt has never done laundry, and we teach him how to do laundry and learn some lessons along the way. Okay, let's cut right to that, Jace, because we got a question from First Lady Laura. Akiva, in your experience as a teacher, would a school send the VP, new science teacher, and gym teacher to a teacher conference? Yeah, uh, I think I think those are probably at least two separate conferences. Well, I mean, let's like, in the most generous sense, let's assume this is all of the new faculty, right? It's like, mm -hmm. coach is new, goes in you is new. And Jess is a new administrator, and like maybe this mm -hmm. is like ah, a so new it's like a hazing thing, but not really. But it's like at first, no, no, it's like everyone who's been everyone yes. like Jess was at this conference as a teacher when she started, and now she's here as administrator, and mm -hmm. all we see is like who's watching the, the kids general while at this conference, unless it's a weekend conference. Subcity baby, I think it yeah. is a weekend based on what the guys spend their time doing. Yeah, I but... think it probably is. Also, like, is teachers. Teachers convention is global. I mean, is national, right? I don't know. I was never at a teacher's convention. Does your mom well, go like, to conventions and conferences? So, okay, I have to Google this. I'm pretty sure it's, oh, no, it's just New Jersey. So there's a thing called teacher's convention, and you mm -hmm. were always off. It took place in 2022. We're a week away, baby, November 10th and 11th. Not too late if we're going to do an NGOG trip to teacher's convention. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of states have this, but you always got days off for teachers convention yeah well that makes sense i just wonder who's watching the watchers or the kids well we were off my like the parents ah, but not so all teachers went it was okay. optional school was just closed to allow teachers to go i think my mom went like once a million years like ago before she retired but um yeah so i was like oh this is like teachers convention but i guess that's just a jersey thing we didn't have a teachers convention but we would have, like, speakers come before the school year started. This guy yeah, was, like, got up days. there. No this guy was, got up there. He was, like, a teaching expert. And he's, like, he taught us a bunch of things. And he was, like, his most important lesson is, like, whatever you do, never be sarcastic. Don't use sarcasm. Because kids, I don't know, will use it as whatever. He's, like, sarcasm is a weapon for the, weapon for the week. So, like, I don't know, the whole year I would joke with some of the other teachers, like, oh, sarcasm, it's the weapon of the week, but, like, W-E-E-K, W-E-E-K. Um, sarcasm. That's not bad. But, I don't know, sarcasm, the weapon the weapon of the week. But it was okay, a lot of, like, there... this guy's not even a teacher. He's just someone who yells at other teachers. Like, is he in a classroom? I'm not sure. There are a lot of keynote speakers. Sorry, a video is now playing on the convention website. I'm on, and I'm going to stop it. Sorry. Oh, okay. That was really a struggle. All right. There are a number of keynote speakers. I'm pulling out two celebrities who are speaking at the NGEA convention this year. Okay. Okay. Can you guess the two celebrities? Now, one of the, one of the real housewives of New Jersey and uh, no, no, the eighth no. lead of the Sopranos. Okay. One is a celebrity who was recently sort of discussed this year although what he's most famous for is from a while ago and there's mean. an educational spin to his most known project um dr dre and he was recent no he was recently in the conversation 
to sort of fill a hot roll? Um, Bill Nye, the science guy. No. LeVar Burton. That wasn't a bad guess. Th- those were good clues, I thought. Yeah, they were good clues. All right. And LeVar the other Burton. one yeah. is a certified hottie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know you could get certified for being a hottie. Was on while well, I'm certifying him right now. He also a man. He won a reality show and was also on another one. One reality. And oh, you know what? I think he won both of the reality shows. Certified hottie who won two reality shows. Tony Vlachos. No. Um, the first reality show win was because of his hotness. Bachelor. No. Because I don't know the Bachelor guys' names. More respected, sort of. Well, not really. More, More of a career. Impossible. No, it's like a. It was not for love. It was like a career. Okay. Reality okay. Show. Like, who's the hottest guy? I don't know. Tell me. I mean, it was America's Next Top Model. It's Niall DeMarco. Do you know him? No, I've never heard of him. Oh, he's really hot. He's deaf. He's great. He won Dancing with the Stars, and he won America's Next Top Model. Imagine if that was on his tombstone. He's hot. He's deaf. He's great. <laughs> what more do you want? No, that's certified a- hottie. You had mm-hmm. me there. I had myself there. All right. Well, um, coach is going to be teaching health, as a lot of gym teachers often do, and he's freaking out about it. Um, all the all the men looking at the women's reproductive system. Winston calls it his nine to five, and Schmidt, who, as we learned, is an expert in women's anatomy from earlier on in the series, corrects them and says they're looking at the large intestine. Yeah, it does look like the Chicago Bulls logo, but I feel like they faked it to make it look like more like the Chicago Bulls logo. <laughs> Can you flip it upside down and it looks like a robot reading? That's a good that's a good that's a good callback. <laughs> um Yeah, I also it's do you feel like people who get, you know, well, I don't know what to say about this. Like I love how coach says, I don't want to teach health. I have to give weak kids good grades. <laughs> it is true. By the way, is it um, do you agree that health is the most important class, as as is, as they say in this episode? I think health in certain contexts could be an extremely important class. I think the way health is taught More in a lot of states math. in America is, well, it's probably used more than uh, calculus. Like once you're in high school, probably high school health, if it's taught in the way that it should be. Uh, if you're if you're getting really good health education in your blue state, most likely, mm-hmm. um, then I think it's more useful uh, knowledge than geometry. I, I have I told for the, most people for the average person. Have I told the story about my our health teacher was a rabbi who was overweight and smoked, and <laughs> he let um he he had us write the test for him because he didn't own a computer. I want to ask you about um, Orthodox health education, but I don't think we have enough time to cover it. Well, I don't think it was. I think it was like whatever was in the we didn't. I mean, straight up, we didn't learn anything. They could have like taunted us. They could have been like, try you try and find a girl. We would have been like, where are they? They they literally could have been like, do whatever you want. And it wouldn't have affected anything. Um. But you still need health information for when you're married. Uh, yeah, but they they there's separate right. programs for that. There's separate stuff. They do that. Do you think we should start a there's a pre marriage class a nonprofit? 
should we start a nonprofit where we advocate for um we start we a, advocate a for health education in uh religious schools should we we want to dedicate our time there i feel like i feel like um i don't know i feel like it won't be... <laughs> should we start we'll just, a we'll just play profit. this podcast <laughs> it's a great one <laughs> I've had oh, enough. Yeah. I've worked at nonprofits. I feel like for profits are way more fun. <laughs> We're a for profit health education organization, uh, specifically in religious schools. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that that's our next gig. That's not going to get us free on Tuesday. I'll tell you that for free. No, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Anyway, unless we go public, Jess... maybe to stock up. You know, like. There's that restaurant in New Jersey that's like one restaurant, but it, the stock is worth like hundreds of millions of dollars because of some scam. No. If there's like a deli place in Jersey and the parent company, which does nothing else other than own one like sort of uh, storefront deli that nobody, I don't like, that doesn't do anything, is worth, you Google this after, it's worth like a zillion dollars. I'm Googling it right now. What do you mean that? Yeah, Google it now. Like Google it now. Account. Hometown I mean, I, Deli. I mean, Google because you're gonna like order from there after, so you could eat for the next podcast. No, it's but in think... Paulsboro, New Jersey, which I've yes. never heard of. Mm-hmm. It is the sole location for Hometown International, mm-hmm. which has an eye-popping market value despite totaling thirty-five thousand dollars in sales the past two years combined. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a fake store, basically. I mean, you what can't do even do, do delivery. Thirty-five thousand dollars in sales, like that means they're not even open. They're open like once a week or something. They're not doing Uber Eats and DoorDash oh. or whatever. The largest shareholder is also the CEO, CFO, treasurer, and a director who also happens to be the wrestling coach of the high school next door to the deli. Yeah, the pastrami yeah. must be amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot going on there. Anyway, that could be our sort of like for-profit, uh, you know. No, no. Thing. Stop trying to rope me into a scam. I'm no. not saying this is a scam. I feel like what you're proposing could be scamming. We won't start as a scam. <laughs> I'm not I interested that. in any scam. I, do you know anything about the Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes? You care about her at all? I want to come out as in, unequivocally anti-scam. Anti? No, we're I'm the anti-scam too. Okay. But who are we well, scamming? What were you gonna say about Theranos? You know about Theranos at all? I know about Theranos. I read the whole book this Shabbat. Bad blood. Oh, don't spoil it. I read like a third of it two years ago, and you I liked it. it. I'm hoping to finish at some point. Yeah. No, one I, of those things, I have so many books. Like I've, I've been reading a book like every weekend, basically. And my bookshelves are out. And I was like taking over the kids' bookshelves. And I don't really reread books unless there's like like it's a reference thing or maybe sports rank. Like something I would go back to five years later. Very rarely do I read books. So I just took it to the park when I took my son. And I was like, who wants this book? Someone read this book. I don't want to see it again. And that's like my new book strategy. I'm just going to bring books to the park every week. You weekend. gave them bad blood? Yeah. Why? You think it was, you think it was bad? I mean, who's reading Bad Blood in your house? The, a boy, the boys? No, I, I, I took I, I took the book to the park and I offered it to like a random grown up. Oh, I thought you meant you like gave it to Yosef. No, my kids don't like, read. <laughs> it's their oh, second that's language. Nice. They don't well, read you're doing to start a little book exchange. Yeah, well, there's you no, should make one of those little fairy one. libraries where it's like give a book, take a book. There's a lot. That's if you go on the train, if you go on a train, there's free libraries. But they're all Hebrew. And also, I like, I mean, maybe I could put books there, but I'm not reading books in Hebrew. But in, in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, wait, but anyway. Wait. Sure. Bad blo- why was I talking? Oh, wait. so that's a Oh, that was a scam. Scam. You didn't see the show, though, <laughs> did you? <laughs> wait. 
That was the point of being like breaking news. Theranos was a scam. No. So I read the book. I knew of it. I, it's funny because I didn't Google anything. But even though I like sort of knew that it ended poorly, I didn't know exactly. Like I <laughs> forgot that she wasn't going to jail or whatever. You didn't watch the show, right? Spoiler the dropout. Alert. I just asked you not to spoil it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a real life event. Well, I don't know. I, I know, still don't, I still haven't Googled no, I'm it. Kidding. But wait, uh, did you watch the show? No. Maybe we should watch the show as the jar. Well, I had heard that there are no, I heard that there were like two series and I think there was like, it was like Three, the fire festival. There were like multiple series at the same time and the book, or there was a pod, that's what it was. There was a podcast, a book, podcast a documentary, series. podcast, documentary book and the show within like a couple years of each other. But the, podcast, the show is that... based on the podcast, not on the book, weirdly. I had heard that, oh, you think there'll ever be a show called Welcome to Our Show, but it's based mm -hmm. on this podcast? It's po That would be wild. Yes. Um, but like, old guy is a good name for a TV show also. They could steal that from us if they want to pay. It's giving Bob Hearts Abishola. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had heard at the time that the book was the best iteration. It was like the most comprehensive and the most interesting of the three offerings at the time. So I got the book and then I started reading it and I really liked it. And then, I don't know, life happened. I think this was even before the pandemic, honestly. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would have been a very good time right. to read, but you blew it. Um, but the show, I watched the first two episodes. The show is pretty good. Amanda Seyfried is uh, Elizabeth Holmes. You have interest in watching the show after you've already read the book? Yeah, because I really like the book. Um, but I also, well, first of all, I, I was like excited because I'd heard for years, like Jennifer Lawrence has been like practicing her deep voice and was going to do Elizabeth Holmes. And um, when I went on the wiki today after I finished the book, she announced today, after six years after the movie was announced, that she's not doing it because Amanda Seyfried's uh, impression was like so good. There's nothing else to do, so she scrapped the movie. It's never happening. I love that for her. It's just weird that it's like six years old, and I googled it today, and that's it. It was over today. Um, I don't know. So, um, all right. The show, well, hopefully, the show this podcast reviews. will be over at some time today. We have to move on, Keith. So well, I was going to say that other shows were the oh because God. it was like the Uber show, the um, the WeWork show, and then this. Akiva, yeah. we must move on. And if I'm saying it, come mm -hmm. on. All right, let's keep going. Um, all right. So uh, Rourke posted a, a meme recently that was like 40 minutes into a podcast, like podcast hosts be like, all right, let's get into it. No, that was it. a popular <laughs> tweet, but I don't think that was from Rourke. Maybe she retweeted. No, no, Maybe she posted a meme, meaning ah, it had been screen capped and then got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, um, so we're gonna split this into two sections. We're gonna talk about Coach and Gozinu and Jess mm -hmm. at the teaching convention, and then we'll talk about the boys living it up at Guys Night while Jess is away. Um, this would maybe make more sense, I think, if Nick and Jess were still together. Like, it's yeah. weird that they're like viewing it as like Jess is such an like infringement on their bro time. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's like, yeah, why do they care? Uh, even if she's not, first of all, she's probably not there a lot, you know. And second of all, right, she's not dating any of them. Um, this is such a weird thing I have. I have, oh, oh, that's what it is. So Cece is in one scene where she's like pumping Jess up about Ryan being at the convention or really like taunting her a little bit. It's forbidden love. It's crazy hot. Here's my question, Keeve, and I don't know if this applies in the Orthodox community, but like, 
I feel like it's a really common sitcom trope for like or or for example, I went to see a while ago the Julia Roberts uh George Clooney movie. Um Out in the Island, what's it called? Out in the Island. Spirited Away. That's not called. What? No, that's not Spirited Away. No, I know. It's called um Ticket to Paradise. Away we go. It's what? Ticket to, pa- Trip Ticket to, Paradise. to Paradise. Ticket to Paradise. So, um, which I enjoy, I recommend. And, um, you know, the the whole premise is, like, their daughter's getting, like, married to this guy in Bali, and they need to go, like, kind of stop the wedding, but they don't want to come out and say, we disapprove, because that will only push her closer to him. Like, I don't feel like parents really think about that. Like, would you reverse psychology your kids if they were dating someone you didn't like? It's possible. Sometimes if you tell your kids to do something, they do the opposite. So sometimes you just tell them not to do it. All right, so let's say, you know, your kid's dating, like, a non-Orthodox person or something mm-hmm. you'd be upset about. Would you be upset by that? Not inherently. Too personal? No, I mean, not, okay. not off the top of, you know. But, I mean, they're still Jewish. But but I think, um, let's say let's say it was, like, a Yankee fan. Like, the worst possible Okay, scenario. that's a better example. Yeah, yeah. Something you'd care more about. Yeah, so if they're a Yankee <laughs> fan, I'd be like, oh, it's so great they're a Yankee fan. Because, like, I'm going to, like, come over every night and watch Yankee games with him. I think they would see right through that. Are, yeah, no, are you still like, acting like they're age seven? <laughs> I mean, I, I actually I saw a TikTok asleep. that made me. Yeah. No, go ahead. I fell asleep at my at my um, at my friends at, at our. We went out for Friday night Shabbat dinner, and I fell asleep. And the kids threw a Yankee blanket over my head. His kids. You're saying that like it's a normal occurrence. Is it normal for you to go to a friend's house and fall asleep? Uh, yeah, I always I always fall asleep on fr- Friday night wherever I am. I fall asleep. My body shuts down. <laughs> On Friday night, I've done it many times. You're the most Jewish Jew. It shuts it's down. Time to rest. Well, the bad one was when we had a couple over, and my wife didn't super know them well, and maybe we had a baby. We didn't really have kids; they didn't have kids yet. And I passed out at the table. It was like a late because sometimes Shabbat dinner could be at like six, and sometimes it could be like nine fifteen, depending on the time of year. Um, and my wife like said she had like yell to wake me up at the end of the meal. And it was. Weird, and they never had they never had us back. There's like a whole, you know, the whole like the whole. She had to wake you up at the end of the meal. She didn't immediately wake you up. Like I think she was trying though. It was like towards the end of the meal. I I think she was trying a lot. Like I think at one point she had to give up. Another podcast. I think she at one point she had to give up because I wasn't waking up, and then she like when it was time to go, she like did it again, but. Listen. Is this this is like when you said that pickle makes you salivate? Like this is an instant Akiva classic. Unless you've discussed this already, I don't think. I mean, maybe I mentioned once, but it's not like uh, not something I've. Not a, you just not a... go to sleep wherever you are. Meanwhile, you've done podcasts four in the morning. I, on Friday night, I fall asleep. Like sometimes but they'll just... be doing something at the table, and I will sort of like sneak away, and then the next thing they know, I will be snoring. Okay, I wish we had merch because that would be an excellent merch shirt that says "On Friday night, I fall asleep." <laughs> Because you keep yeah. saying it like it's an, on Friday night I fall asleep. What do you? I fall well, asleep. Here, I, I don't know Friday what it I is, but my body. Oh, by the way, you said you mentioned pickle. <laughs> at, I was I was at the table today at lunch when I do not fall asleep. Um, sometimes I leave to read because I'm rude, and um, my I think my wife. I'm rude. My wife's stepfather said something like someone got in trouble, and it was like in a bad spot. It was some woman was in a bad spot with a guy. I don't know the exact story. I wasn't listening. And she's like, 
yeah, she was in a real pickle. And it was like a very serious story. And my mouth started watering. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> All right. I, I'm honestly yeah. one more. I, I do not regret anything. The journeys we've been on have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Once we get derailed again by me or by you, we're ending the pod and we'll come back next week and discuss the rest of the episode. <laughs> Oh, should this be the first two-parter? What if this was the first two-parter? I think it's getting to that because... No, honestly, we have like a hundred more of these to go. We can't can't do that. Akiva, we're 32 minutes in. We haven't touched the We don't have to talk about the podcast. We didn't like bring some some person We're not talking about the podcast. We're talking about the show. I mean, we don't have to talk about the show that much. (laughs) Let's go lightning round. This is a good show. This was a good good episode. episode. I agree it's a good episode, but I also don't think like... What can I? How about this? Do you do you recognize Ned? Um, Keith, you know I've got his IMDb pulled up. You know I'm ready to talk about. Oh that. well, there's something on his IMDb that that there's something that in his on his resume that's not on his IMDb. Do you want to know what it is? Akiva. Do you know what it is? <laughs> what is it? No. He's been on 32 it? fans. Oh wow! Yeah, he's been on 30. We had him. He wrote a book about the history of stand-up comedy. We had him a few months ago. He's a big basketball fan, too. He loved Chester. Could we get him on this podcast? We definitely could. He would have been on this episode had I thought of it until, you know, before an hour ago. I don't know that we could get him. 32 fans is reputable. I think either way, Av does the emailing for you. Av okay. is like the guy who well, gets the gets the guess. He's the he's the chief booker for all podcasts. Av asked a question, left a voicemail for us on the Rob podcast and much appreciated. And he asked about something being Chekhov something, and then Rob started calling it Chekhov's something, and I think that's oh, going to be good. canon. That's pretty good. It it's is funny bad. all these people like Av and Chester um, had never watched an episode of Survivor during the before the pandemic, and now they're like calling the shows or whatever, and Chester ranks the contestants every week. Meanwhile, like they're <laughs> way surpassed me, and it used to be my thing, you know. Was it ever your thing? I mean, like not compared to like some of the freaks in the world like you but it used oh, to be it's a freak sorry watching a show with my grandma sue me mm-hmm. all right meanwhile i got a poke bowl in the fridge let's get this unless you want me to be eating if i could get my yeah poke why don't you out. just go get your poke bowl and i'll talk for a minute <laughs> no i got headphones baby i'm i'm mobile i can yeah, do go get your go get the poke bowl no i don't want i want to enjoy it i don't want to shovel it into my mouth on the podcast i i went uh like a few uh, two months ago i went <laughs> to walk to lunch with a couple <laughs> women that I don't normally go to lunch with. Like, I, they were like, hey, Whoa. do you want to come? And so we went to this poke place, and I didn't know how to say one thing in Hebrew, and they were, like, trying to help me. And I was like, I just want you guys to know, I don't know how to say any of these vegetables in English either. Like, any anything I was eating, I don't know, like, what it was. It was just a bunch of help. I want stuff. you to know I'm an ignorant American, regardless of the language. Well, I'm more like, like fat. Like, I don't like, know, like, the name of vegetables, basically. <laughs> Like and they were like, oh, we know, we know. Okay, keep a fat people eat vegetables, okay? Not me, though. Re- Although so I do like artichokes. Fat people down with you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I do like artichokes. I don't want to be like Taylor Swift. Well, that's because artichokes are a vehicle for butter. No, no, because it's Friday night dinner. I don't eat butter. Right, well, what are you eating artichokes with? We have like a, like a Worcester, we have like a sauce. It's like a white sauce. Right. Right. Like mayo, lemon juice. There's like a whole. There's right, a, there's right. An well, I don't like mayo, sauce. but right, that's not good for you. It's a vehicle for fat. But I would eat if I didn't have sauce. I still like artichokes, even without the sauce. 
I'm not shaming you. I love vehicles for butter. Those are all my favorite foods are vehicles for I butter. do like, I like, I like broccoli. I like cauliflower. People here seem to think I don't like any vegetables, but they just like I said, people eat vegetables, and you said you don't, and I said- I know, well, but the haters here, like, they say, well, I don't like carrots. They make me hiccup immediately. If I have a carrot, it's an immediate hiccup. Pickles make, you have a lot of, like, Pavlovian responses. But no allergies, weirdly. I guess it's not a Pavlovian response if you hiccup. I mean, you know, but- uh -huh. You have a lot of triggers. Mm-hmm. You really are a millennial. <laughs> All right. <Jeez>. Boomed you. <laughs> yeah, Ned. But dude, Ned, it's so Ned, There's a, like a very underrated part of this episode. I have no idea what anything's rated in the history of the show. Where, uh, where Winston's at the where Coach is at the bar, and he's like. Uh, hey, you know, he's talking about something and Ned's like, listen, you're my best friend in the whole world, but it was funny because they had just met. I think Ned, every time he was trotted out, did a great job. Like, But he's not coming coaches back, on right? the roof. We're not, we're not getting another Ned. Like, Because then we could have him on. Ned you is, tell me. Ned is winning. I don't think so. We'll see. No, I don't think so either. Not he that does I give him remember. his Gamal address, but... Well, wait. Let's slow down for a second. When he uh -huh. falls off the roof, before he falls, and he's like, I can teach. Ned's like, that's based pretty much what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I use Gamal, that joke, and I forgot it came from New Girl until I watched this episode. I was like, oh, that's why nobody laughs when I say it. Yeah, don't do that on a first date. I'm don't usually not like... giving my email address out, Keeve. That's a second date type of thing? I don't know what's going on with kids these days. I mean, email, the only reason I ever had my ex-boyfriend's email address was because he wanted me to print things for him uh for free using my printer you had his Does so i think it's more of a... no i mean he would address. email me he oh, would email me something no i feel like you would know someone <laughs> like sometimes i have to email my wife well what i'm saying is like i think it's actually more of a relationship time when you'd get somebody's email address oh okay so it's you not wouldn't like dates. Yeah, I'm just saying, so. don't make the Gamal joke until like date four. Okay, that should be fine. <laughs> you know, Keith, if somebody really likes you, you can't mess it up. You know, it's true. That's what I'm saying. That's... Like, imagine, imagine, like looking back when it's all done after a hundred. No, years I don't now. mean you can't mess it up. Like it's all on the line. I meant you can't. That a person who's gonna like me is gonna think that joke is cute, even though it's not. I think that one joke just might be the one that that's. A good <laughs> it worked for Ned. Did it though? He's best friends, a guy he just met. Well, yeah, he got his information. Has, has anyone ever called hot. you? Has anyone ever called you their best friend? And and it's like this isn't even close. Like not even close. No. No. Okay. I mean, people in this conversation have called me their friend, and I thought it's a bit aggressive. <laughs> In this in this current conversation, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out of the two of us, mm -hmm. people have said it has things. happened. Yeah. Speaking of best friends, Missy just texted me what she got to say. Mm -hmm. She goes, "Is Bartiz joking? She's finally watching Love Is Blind." Um. All right. Well, we're not talking about Lisa Bonet, which I thought was a really interesting yeah, cameo here. That is interesting playing cameo. the uh, the the teaching teacher. The teacher of teachers. Yeah, she. I don't know. Did you think she was making a choice, or they had her like do this like really interesting character? Um, I mean, probably somewhere in between, right? Because 
the writing is like teaching's an awesome responsibility and you're not prepared for it. Sit down. Like the la- I feel like some of the language she has, some of the lines she has lends itself to like somebody who's taking things very seriously. An educator, she calls it, you know, whatever. Um, but she probably always brings a little bit of, you know, they probably asked her to do this role because she brings a little crunchiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, what I do think, you think it was the word good. Goofus? The word goofus? You get to use it once every two years. Would you change your Twitter bio to goof, Goofus Virgin? No. <laughs> next bet we make. Maybe five there, kids there will ago. Be goofus? The next time you want me to come on Renap, I'm only coming on maybe five kids ago. Is such a funny response to that question. <laughs> I'm, I'm only coming on Renap again. If and I, I don't care if it's 80 years from now, if you change your Twitter bio for 24 hours or the Twitter equivalent, if, if it should be replaced. With I, don't even, I didn't even know what it was. And it's Uncle Kiwi. That's kind of boring. I when did can't. that change happen? I don't know. All right, I don't, so I don't remember doing Goofus it. Virgin. Maybe I was drunk. Wait, how about this? I have an idea. Yeah. Goofus former virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. With like a line, like a, like a dash between them or something. You know what? If you do it, you could get rid of Goofus. Just put former virgin as your bio. I honestly, the only thing blocking me from doing stuff like this is that my dad listens. Like, I I message you, my dad. Um, Did he have anything to say? He was listening. I think also like there's a little bit of like, oh Weenaker, like that's my name, so I'm gonna listen to this episode because we called the episode you were on Weenaker. I hardly know her. He paused the podcast when there was a question of what did Akiva's father say is the um, biggest mistake ever in his life, and he said he didn't remember. And he was trying to think. Um, and then did he, he do a follow up when he heard it? Because you no, sent me a he voice didn't. Note from he him. didn't do a follow up. <laughs> well, I told me he had to stop listening, and he because I've told him many times he's not allowed to listen, and he knows that. Akiva, you're a 39 year old man. Like your not father really. can't listen to your podcast. Well, he's a rabbi. Grow up. To but also, from like Kirsten McGinnis, grow up. I told he's him... a rabbi, and you're so off the. You're so like mm-hmm. crazy and inappropriate. Well, I'm not in a. I don't think I am, but I want him to like. I I want it to be kosher. And you were on a podcast with Rob, who's the most consummate professional, mm-hmm. two lawyers, and a PhD scientist, doctor mm-hmm. of yeah genius. And you thought that it was going to get a little too blue for your dad. Not blue. I just don't want. I don't want to be. I, I always. I, I don't want to like think about like the audience and there's like a parent in there. You know what I mean? Wanna, you should not be... be doing podcasts that parents can't listen to. Not no, my parents. Like other parents should be able to listen, just not my parents. <laughs> Everyone else's parents. What are is Doctor Amanda's formal title? I just view Doctor Amanda as like genius scientist, mm. researcher, well, she's a parent. Therapist, she can listen. Psychologist, parent. Just not. I mean, but like, what is her Doctor Amanda? What you? What would you say your job is? Psychologist. She's a psychologist. But she does research on, like, brain injury. I don't know. Well, there's different types of psychologists. She's not, like, the one who's making you sit down on the couch. She's, uh, I don't know. I know that. Probably in a lab. Hopefully not doing scams. I don't think we should put that out there. With everything Amanda, Dr. Amanda has done for you, and you're out here accusing her of I'm saying she should. I bet she, I hope she's not doing scams. You know what the biggest scam of all is? Run app. Let's move on. What? Let's see. I'm looking at her, uh. Maybe she doesn't want us talking about her professional. I, she, I don't think she cares. Yeah. Okay. 
Um... Wait, but anyway, he said that one time he was listening to a podcast and I was like making fun of the fact that he's like a little too into Harry Potter. And then I think... I'm sorry? He's very into Harry Potter. Who? My father. You're, and why are we talking about that? Well, because then I said, like, stop listening. And then he, I thought he wasn't listening. But now I'm wondering if he's heard everything we've ever said. He could be listening right now. You think he's listening to the I don't Robbie think so. That would be like a really... Robbie. I don't, I don't Robin Akiva like, gets sorted. What was it? No, let me. It's the Wizarding World of Robin Akiva. I don't even think so because I think it would be like why something would you like want that. My opinions on Harry Potter. Is no, that, but is that what, what I mean? it was called? The I don't. Uh, it was four years ago. I don't exactly remember. But that's that does ring a bell. It was your show though, and it is. I don't remember. Sometimes Wizarding. Sometimes Rob and I will see a name, an episode name from eight episodes ago, and we'll have no idea what it was about if it's not like. Okay, well, not me remembering episode eleven, the exact title. All right, let's move Mm -hmm. on. Uh, All right, here's let's talk about in the abstract. Like Jess is acting so inappropriately by freezing out her employee to -hmm. respond to her own sexual attraction to him. Like Mm -hmm. this is sexual harassment. Yeah. Like this is like uh, what's it called when you like um treat someone shittily? This is like Gaslight. a hostile work environment. Yeah. No, in a workplace, like she should be, she she could be sued, like in her effort. And I understand that's a sitcom, but like in her efforts to distance herself, to like deal with his her own like unreasonable attraction to him that she mm-hmm. can't contain and being yeah. around him, she is making a hostile work environment. This is like Brandon Hance wanting to vote that girl out because she was hot and it tempted mm-hmm. her. Yes. Him. Yes. This Great is point. terrible. This is actually a terrible episode for Jess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not going to win the episode. I can guarantee you that. Um, like, get it together, Jess. If this was a reverse plot, if this was like Schmidt at his office, I don't want to say, with a, it, but in, yeah, a hot employee, like mm-hmm. a hot intern or something, a hot new employee, like we'd be out here like having to be like, this is atrocious. Yes, I would agree. So I'm out here saying this is atrocious. Mm-hmm. He is really hot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get your job done, girl. Yeah. Uh, but he confronts her, which I find interesting after they, you know, save uh, Coach from the pool. And um, it's funny because apparently, according to IMDb, this is like an exact recreation of a scene from ER, whatever. Um, and random. like. I think they bring it up because the actor who the actor oh. who plays Ryan was on ER, but not in that scene. I don't, I don't know. I can't vouch for that. I do love when Coach says, what's the player? It's the British dude. <laughs> that is funny. But did you ever watch ER? No, we're not getting on an ER path. Okay. <laughs> you, so you don't want to go, Kibi, go back it's so late for you. Now. What time is it? Only 12.15. Time check so midnight? Only six-hour difference right now. Oh, and we're, we're, we're yeah, because we changed the clock. You didn't change the clock yet. I'm going to fall back. So we're going to be seven hours? It'll be the same seven as it always is. Just right now it's six. You know I never know when it is. You do a good job at the time conversion, so I never really have to pay attention. I, in my head, I have them both at all times, yeah. I always know what time it is. But you want to move to Portugal, not Canada. Okay. Um, Portugal, I don't know. Portugal might be uh, <laughs> two hours. It's probably five hours ahead of Eastern. Time in Lisbon. Hold on. Yeah, good, because I'm not Allie from the editing room. The time check in Lisbon. Yeah, it's, two, it's five hours ahead of you. The difference between okay. five and seven is really, it's much better. 
yeah, that would be great for us. Seven is rough. So Jess apologizes to Ryan over some small bottles, mini bar bottles, which I'm sorry, teachers, that's not getting comped by the, the school, uh, the no. mini bar no. uh, drinking. And Jess reveals that she has a big crush on him. Coach hilariously pops up. I need a bucket. Now I know we've been tracking like realism of drunk people. This is obviously a terrible portrayal of a drunk person about to throw up, but it was mm -hmm. hilarious. I loved it. it was like, funny. why is there ice in here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So as coach exchanges information with Ned, as we discuss, Ryan shows up and a big romantic gesture is like, if you cared about what I thought of you, then I'd tell you I'm not going to enjoy my Thanksgiving because I don't get to see you every day and you're beautiful. And she kisses him and mm. then see you after Thanksgiving, girlfriend. Real setup, like at the end of this, where it's like uh, A, setting up the next episode and B, like, well, next episode, obviously, we're not going to move the plot forward. It's going to be a Thanksgiving episode. But two episodes from now, watch that dial. We'll be back. I mean, that's what you think. It's just my guess. I'm not spoiled. <laughs> that's what you think. All right. Um, let's cover the guys' night. I thought this was interesting, but I think the biggest thing we need to talk about is the premise being that Schmidt does not know how to do laundry. Schmidt, the neat freak. First Lady Laura says, what's more believable? Winston can't read a ruler or Schmidt has never done laundry in his life. I think the ruler one is more believable. I'm shocked about of all like because you told me Nick had never done laundry. I almost think that's like more. In, Nick's like such a weird guy. It's different. Yeah, even Lamorne. Like I don't really get why this is Schmidt because Schmidt could have easily done the like I don't know how to look. Like Schmidt makes much more sense as the teacher to both of them, it's and it like makes much more sense that Nick spun a wheel. Like Schmidt can't do laundry. You know what I mean? It's like two random things smushed together. Yeah, like, I think Nick it's doesn't know how to wear a watch. <laughs> um, no, I think it could have been Nick doesn't know how to do laundry because I don't mind that the way it gets set up is like they spill in Jess's room because they're doing things they can't do mm -hmm. um, when Jess is home. And I really like the gag at the end that Jess like goes to pull the covers up and it's like a fifth of the size. So I just don't know why Nick can't do laundry, Winston can't read a ruler, or even vice versa, and Schmidt isn't the one teaching them, and then Schmidt reveals he can't love, and they do everything the same. It's just yeah. like, yeah. also, okay. Once again, we've, we seen Nick, better, guys. we've seen Nick be genuinely in love with Jess. I mean, is this supposed to be a reveal that Nick wasn't really in love with her, mm -hmm. or Caroline? Wait, Caroline's the emailer. Different Caroline. Caroline's oh, Nick's ex-girlfriend. Okay. Well, you should be watching the show. There's actually three. Another Caroline wrote into the show. We'll get to her question in we a have minute. We, have, um, I mean, we must have a lot of listeners. We have two Carolines listening. Or Not even, God forbid, we give Winston like anything real, and it could be Nick can't do laundry. Winston mm -hmm. doesn't know how to love. You know what I mean? It's like we've yeah, seen both Schmidt sure. and Nick be in love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that really is where this, <laughs> I have my doubts about myself sometimes. I don't often have yeah, to do it. Were you not a math we'll person? We'll see. I mean, I get by, I can count. Um, here's the thing. Uh, but this was overall, I think fun. Even if you get past the part that like 
the story that he was fat shamed by sorority girls and therefore never learned to do laundry but learned how to do like everything else in his life and be a neat freak you know I don't buy that but otherwise nice to see the three guys hanging out I liked I liked what about bleach let's walk before we can run pal hey Winston Mm -hmm. he's asking about bleach like those were very you know Nick was very funny even though it made no sense that he'd be the one who knows how to do laundry yeah it was good Another great line, Winston measuring a beer bottle, nine-inch bottle, rappers be lying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, I mean, do you think it's accurate that Schmidt's the smart one, Winston's the silly one, Coach is the sports one, and that Nick is the cute one? Uh, Wait, who who was smart again? Schmidt. Schmidt's smart. Coach of sports. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. Um, I do like that it's sort of like Nick's realization that, like, maybe he's been, like, chasing the wrong kind of women. Not kind of women, but he's been, let's say, approaching it wrong. I don't think it's about the women he's dating. Like, they're like, you're aiming too low. But he's, as we saw last week, stooping them and leaving them. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, there's my girl, ex-girlfriend. Get out of here. So maybe we're turning a corner for Nick's like relationship trajectory. Do you think anybody's ever used that word earnestly? Stupid? Yeah. Yeah, I just did. No, but that's you're making it. You're saying it is a, a, a comedy. I think stupid is a no. Stupid is a great word when you don't want to say something like more vulgar. No, but I mean like whatever. I, I retract. What do you question. mean? Question retracted. Like, you get one like somebody's retraction. like, we stooped yesterday? Like, you mean, does someone say it like that? Yeah, basically. No, I think it's always, the person in the stooping is not using it. A person's like, did you stoop? Like, it's a right. third party. <laughs> ah, got it, got it's it. It's a third it, party it. word. That's what I'm, that's all I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, but it's always earnestly used by the third parties, but I get what you're saying. I don't think yeah. the two people, but imagine the two plus people are imagine, saying Imagine if someone like asked Ernest, used it like beforehand earnestly. That's never happened in the history of the world. Like, I guess maybe a, ha- like some, a person A would ask the person B, do you want to stoop? Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened. And that's a move, listeners. You know, try it <laughs> with consenting adults and get back to us. Let us know how it uh-huh. goes. Mm-hmm. Of age listeners, you know, whatever. Uh, you know what? Don't. I take it back. <laughs> where do you phone sangria i feel like you would like a sangria um well you know what kind of drinks i drink um yeah and i'm saying i think you'd like sangria well low alcohol sangria yeah for I, w- I yeah i have no problem I'm, I'm not like never requesting it but if it's in front of me i drink it. i mean if you drop some fruit you like cut up an apple into buzz wine and you basically got sangria yeah yeah, yeah. Like it's just sweet sangria yeah Jess and Coach returned to the loft. The guys, uh, you know, really made the house smell like beer and grossness to uh, show they all hooked up. And I-, I do love, like, Nick being like, oh, she finally hooked up with Ryan. And Coach says he put his teeth behind her teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but good episode. We had a lot of fun. We covered that episode in about 10 minutes mm-hmm. in ep- this hour-long podcast. Mm-hmm. Good episode of Caroline- the show. Of the podcast, I hope so. <laughs> Caroline AF says, "Who for who won the episode? I think you should do three categories. What character is the best outcome? Who you enjoyed the most? And what actor did the best? Now, I think 
we don't have to be so official with it. I think we both kind of talk about it's a lot that. of work. I constantly... really get this is a non monetized yeah. podcast. I constantly. It's inconsistent because I I apply different rules every week. So I understand, like, I think in an ideal world, we'd be doing that. But I think in the reality, we can't do it. So yeah, if I'm, you ever want to do who won the episode, you want to throw an honorable mention to one of the actors. I, you know, it's it's something to think about. Okay. Do we have any uh, any opinions first before I, before I give my take? Yeah, controversial take. First Lady Laura says, who won? Jess. She kissed the guy she had a crush on after learning Ooh. how much they have in common. CC barely made an appearance. Coach freaked out and fell off a roof, and the guys in the loft bonded, but not so much a personal win. I mean, it is an episode where maybe not a lot of people do win, and uh, Jess does get the best outcome, which is like her crush is reciprocated, but I can't give Jess the win. No, I yeah, you you made a great case against Jess. There's no way I'm going Jess. I'm actually going to go Schmidt because I don't respect laundry, and I respect that he didn't know how to do it. Well, now he does know how to do it. I know, but I so I but like, like just the fact that he didn't, I'm I'm with him. I felt solidarity. Okay, so we're voting for a huge loser, from one loser to another. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm not going to give it to Cece. She wasn't in it. I'm not going to give it to Jess. Um, I mean. Maybe I give it to Nick because he's got a break. He shows off his skills, teaches his friends, and, you know, has a major emotional breakthrough at the end. I think Coach is an honorable mention because he's very funny in the episode yeah. and he comes out, like, confident. But you just can't win after belly flopping drunk off a roof at a work event. Mm -hmm. And I think Winston could be a winner because he very – quickly resolves his issue with his ruler, but he doesn't win because he's got bad friends. He's confiding them in them about his nervousness about being a cop, and they ignore it. So I think it's got to be Nick. Bad friends, the sequel to Bad Blood. <laughs> um, all right, I'll play the Yosef Minute in post. What are you holding, Yosef? Why do you, what is it, 1994? What do you have a walkie-talkie? Um... Because mommy... Who are you walking and talking with? No, um... Well, I have a question. Do you want to tell people the big news about your uh, basketball career? Oh, I got a lot of hoop yesterday, and I'm already signed up for home. Yeah, you're on a team. You're on a real team, right? Mm-hmm. Are you the best player on the team? Because you're in kindergarten. Some of the kids on the team are in second grade, right? So that would be crazy if you're already the best player. I am. You are? Wow. Are you gonna have a real game? Soon. Yeah, uh, I'll come. Okay. If you pay me fifty dollars. Nope. Hundred. Zero. You're gonna pay me zero dollars? My time is very valuable. I'm gonna when I'm gonna eat the dolly out. You're gonna what? Eat the dolly out. You're gonna eat X. X the dollar out. Yeah. How do you X a dollar out? You write an X on the dolly. Oh, and that works. I didn't know that. With a Micah! Is Banana on your basketball team? Um, yeah. Yeah, he is? But you're better I than him? him yesterday. Yeah. Um, he's on the team. Mm-hmm. But okay. Yeah, anyway, I'm better than both of you guys at basketball. Nope. Much better. Much not better. You could probably, you do know the word worse. You think that would have worked there? You probably worse. Thank you. <laughs> and yes, I probably. Anything you want to say about this, man? 
I feel like it's uh, one of the more wide-ranging ones. We start in one place, we go to like four different places. Well, you shoehorn banana in at the end again. I'm waiting for him to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I hear less and less about banana these days. But I'm not ready to give up banana, you know? It'll happen Look, one you're day. a parent. Hold on to those days. Wait until Shy's able to do the same thing and then... Ooh, what if Shy inherits banana? Like, what if we give banana to Shy? Or like... I know well, Banana does have a little brother named Cake, so maybe Cake could be um, Shy's sort of guy. Cake? I thought Macaroni Go Home was Macaroni Go Home is like the main Macaroni Go Home is like the yo is like the Noam to to um, Bananas Yosef, but Cake is like the ba- their baby brother. Oh, Cake is the Shy. Now I understand. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Garnman. Nah, next week. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, enough. let us know if you like the episode. You could go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. Click through. Leave us reviews. Let us know. You could tweet me at last tweets. You could keep what you can tweet. Keeve, follow Keeve at Keeve 26. You want to leave questions about upcoming episodes? It's linked in my pinned tweet. Uh, you could check out the challenger hop up. Robin's website.com slash challenge feed. You could check me out talking about survivor. Robin's website.com. I don't know the, the slash, but we're there. We did video. It was a great time. Keeve was on Renap this Oh, hey, you can check me out on Renap. Weena Kerr, hardly know her. It was mm-hmm. a really good time with a friend of the podcast, uh, Rob Cicerdino, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, and Alex Chester. All three friends of NGOG. And what's going on on 32 Fans and this current episode of Renap, Keeve? Uh, we um, did football stuff as per usual. Had some fun. I think we talked about did we talk about Kyrie stuff? Maybe we did. I don't remember. But uh, but we we mostly talked about football. And then uh, NGOG, uh, excuse me, Renap this week, <laughs> we did um, a w- listener questions. We also watched the movie Howard the Duck, but we didn't really care about the movie. So we submitted listener, solicited listener questions and really just focused on the questions. All right. Well, how exciting. Um, all right, Keeve, can you guess the episode title? considering you've gotten a little bit of a hint. Yeah, I've seen it already. It's Monday. Thanksgiving 4. Okay. Um, what do you... I'm going to have to brush so up with my think? first three Thanksgivings. Can you remind me of something that happened last Thanksgiving? Well, the first one is they find the dead woman, right, with Gen yes. Genslinger comes. I think that was season one. Mm-hmm. One of the Thanksgivings is when Jess's parents come, mm-hmm. and it's the parent trap. One of the, and then one of the Thanksgivings, they go to the woods and Nick wants to forage and just buys That's all right. the produce and he gets mad. That's pretty, you know what? I am the expert girl. That was it's right true. off the top of my head. The right off her noggin. All right. So, what do you think is going to happen on Thanksgiving, Roman numeral four? Somebody. Season four, episode nine. Who's going to come? Whose parent? Who haven't we met? Relative. Uh. Coach's family we haven't met, I think. Okay, let's see if we meet Coach's family next week on New Girl, Old Guy. See ya, I want to see ya! Like, 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 like